Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our great sport. My name's Kevin Wilson. To my right is the leading expert, bar none, of New Jersey restaurants. Absolutely. Author and uh, food writer at nj.com forward slash Genovese, Pete Genovese. Hey, Guys, so, thanks so, for having me back. So excited to have thanks you back. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for giving us. Oh, you had enough of me first time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had people actually saying, wow, that was fascinating. My Philly people. Because my following is from Philly, and John has a... No, I have my New Jersey people say Kevin should cut you and just put yeah, yeah. on the show. Yeah. I'm could like, you, yeah, I know. Could you have Kevin sit on the bench next time? Pete, Pete actually knows stuff. He's <laughs> not just loud. Can you have him on the show? I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I get that all the time. Uh, Pete uh, Genovese is the author of a great book uh, called A Slice of New Jersey. Uh, you can find that at your favorite book place. Also, he wrote a book about New York pizza, which I think is fascinating. Uh, it's called Pizza City by author Peter Genovese, and I, ex- I really want people to look at that one. Uh, so let's get started. We're going to cover New Jersey pizza deep. And guess what? I decided to give a springtime gift to our listeners. They don't really deserve it, but all right. The next four <laughs> Dining on a Dime podcasts are going to be supersized, triple XL. Just like my hoodie. <laughs> uh, and today's today's show is going to run until uh, 15 minutes. Uh, so it's going to run, what is that? 60, 6.15. 75 minutes. All of you guys have asked for more and you asked have. for more. I've had it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You guys wanted more. Um, we're going to try this you know, 3XL format we're gonna for the it. next few weeks, so we'll see how it goes. We're going to do 3XL shows for the next four weeks. So today's going to be our first one. We're going to run 75 minutes today, 75 minutes for the next three shows, because we have... The leading expert of New Jersey restaurants, Pete Genovese. Also, we have an incredible interview with Bill Beck, the Beth. owner, the owner of Beck's Cajun Cafe, uh, Reading Terminal Market, uh, 30th Street Station, uh, the home of the world famous train wreck. Yeah. Uh, if you if there was like a Mount Rushmore at Reading Terminal he's Market, definitely there. Bill's would Bill would have to be on it. The train wreck. Uh, it's a cheesesteak. It's not a cheesesteak. I don't care. It, okay. It's delicious. You don't eat that. That's on you. I've been telling people for years, go get the train wreck. It's yep. delicious. Uh, Tony, Luke, and I were like four years ago. We were there and we yeah. were telling people on Instagram, "Hey, look, go over to this place because I'll tell you right now, um, it beats where you're eating now." That's right. And if you have not had a train wreck, do not call yourself a foodie. Okay. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you lost your foodie badge. <laughs> so here's how the show's going to go. We're going to go dig deep with the leading expert in New Jersey restaurants into the world of pizza in New Jersey, uh, author Pete Genovese. Uh, then at 545, we're going to have a nice interview with Joe's Pizza, which is, in my opinion, the best pizza uh, restaurant in Center City, 16th and Samson. 
the home of the rigatoni and meatball slice. Slice. And we're going to get Pete's opinion on those types of things. Uh, Is Joe bringing Pete's over? Because that's the only way he'll be able... We're going to have them on the phone. If you're going to call, just order food. Forget the interview. By by the way, if if you want pizza credentials, 40 years in Center City. I mean, come on. It's not easy. It's not easy to last. Right. So you're talking top of the line people. Uh, Let's dig deep. We're going to get started because everyone is here to hear uh, Pete Genovese. Pete, let's talk pizza. It's the... Well... uh, let me tell you who I am. So, Pete Genovese, uh, the food writer for NJ.com and Star Ledger. You think there's people that don't know who you are? <laughs> well, you know, somebody was just tuning in, driving up 130, like, you know, just sitting with their dial. What is this guy's talking about pizza? Who the heck is he? What? What does this guy know? Well, I know Pete. If I know one thing, John, you know, it's pizza. Yeah, and absolutely. And it's, it's the number one food in, discuss, most discussed food in New Jersey. It's the number one food popularity-wise in the world. Yeah. You know, you go any place in this world you can get pizza in antarctica yeah seriously sure. uh so i i could i could probably be a full-time pizza reporter Easily. because you could you could write endlessly i mean i just i have some of the stories that i've done here right in front of us uh you know an annual uh you know we did a pizza showdown two years ago for yeah. five years i did a new jersey pizza power rankings wow. it's sort of like ap poll for basketball Fantastic. and football and these are all places that i've been to so we had the rankings and the the pizzerias moved up and down their ranking right. hey, kevin let me months. tell you hold on a second let me yeah, put yeah. this into perspective for you. Uh, I know you don't get over to the Jersey side too much. I would be cruising through different pizza places and there was like legitimate concern. This isn't hype. There was legitimate concern of where they would land on those rankings (laughs) and if they would land on those rankings. Yeah, it was like a top 20 list. Yeah, it was like a top 20 list and I'll tell you right now, if Pete drops a top 20 list in anything... But especially pizza, let me, you know, put this into perspective for like the five people out there who don't know who Pete is. Um, If Pete gets you not on that top 25 list, you're 26 or below, uh, you might be doing great. Business wise, but pride wise, uh, you've taken a shot, and that well, isn't conjecture. To, it's a tough list to crack. Oh, it's absolutely. a very yeah, tough yeah, list. You're to 20, crack. 26, uh, you're pretty well, good. You're Pete's really good. expertise ranges to the point where he took the time to write a book dedicated to the second best pizza in this country, New York, right? So, <laughs> so I'm thinking Ooh, of myself. Fired. I'm thinking, you know, and I know those New York people are going to be adding me. Deal with it. You're number two. Right. You could be slipping below Chicago, so I'm just saying. Oh, you know, uh. I'm not a big pizza cake fan like Carl Ruiz always says all the time. I, I don't want that pizza casserole coming. But yeah. And nj.com forward slash Genovese. Yes, you can sir. see his excellent food writing. And, and if you want to see all my pizza, just just Google Genovese and pizza. Oh, yeah. And you'll, yeah. You'll, you'll be uh, busy for the end of the month. And uh, what we love about... Here, it's the end of the year. Now, yeah, what did I say? I yeah, right. It's in a couple of days. And what we love about Pete is there are pizza places out there bragging that they made your list. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. tweeting. Oh, yeah. They're Instagramming, hey, we made Pete's list. So he's the real deal. You can drive through a place like Sparta and blink and you're done. Yeah. And Pete has found a place in Sparta. Maybe it's a bakery. Maybe it's a pizza shop. Whatever. Um, and I mean, these are small towns like literally one traffic light town right you know one main street and you're out and they make pete's list and yeah sure everybody wants to make money let's be clear they make pete's list they feel like they've made it for that season and and he's going to be with us uh digging deep into the pizza scene pete go ahead 
Well, and, one, and on that, I want to emphasize, you know, uh, you know, I work for NJ.com and StarLedger. We're the biggest news organization in the state. Yep. And I cover, I'm the only person who even comes close to covering the whole state food-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and as John said, Sparta, you want to go all the way down to Westville, yep. uh, Cape May, North Cape May, West Cape May. Uh, I can tell you where to eat. Um, you know, casual. I don't do fancy. It's the one thing I don't do. That's what a lot of our listeners said. They love that you do casual. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. They yeah. Or as they say, yeah. real people food. Yeah, well, this yeah, is yeah. a dining on a dining. Well, some of these places, some of these pizzerias are sort of high-end-ish, you yeah. know, yeah, the, the pizza might be expensive. But I want to emphasize all the things that I do, I cover the whole state, you know, yep. Sussex, all the way down to Cape May, uh, Gloucester, Salem, Hudson, you know, I'm, I'm all over the place, which sort of distinguishes uh, our food coverage from anybody else's. Uh, but, you know, these again, you can write endlessly about pizza. I mean, actually, in a couple of weeks, um, coming up with a... 20 great pizzerias you've never heard of. Wow. And they'll be, again, they'll be all over the state. Nice. I did some research a couple, you know, I started eating a couple of weeks ago. Again, I go to these places. I don't just sort of yeah. spit, get a, a spot, spin them out of thin air or go on their Yelp rating or Facebook likes. I actually go to these places, yep. see if they're good enough to be on one of my lists. If they're not, they don't appear on the list. Wow. So we'll have, you know, we'll have some South Jersey, North Jersey, Central Jersey on that list at night, you know, 20 best pizzas you never heard of. You know, I just did a, a about a month to go New Jersey's 34 greatest old school pizzerias. I mean, you can take so many different angles with pizza. You could just write about it endlessly. You know, we did this statewide show down two years ago. I've even done a ranking of frozen pizza. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) We're digging deep this week. That's uh, that's as deep as you go. And a lot of people, a lot of the comments were like, anybody who eats frozen pizza should be consigned to the seven circle of hell or something. What are you eating? Well, the fact is, it's a five- Billion, yep. five billion dollar business. Wow. Somebody's eating the stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so I ranked them, and the worst. Uh, I think I could mention the worst. The two worst, actually, two of the most popular. We ones. do that here. We Gino's, that. Gino's, and uh, uh, Totino's, which yeah. are actually I think owned by the same company. Yeah, I, was owned say, by I think they're General Mills. General Mills. General Mills. Mills. Yeah. yeah, this show is paid for by my book, <laughs> Table for One, <laughs> at Barnes and Noble. If Pete wants to tear uh, you up, he's going to tear you up because I'm paying for the thing. So I think my favorite line in this whole. So you can look that up. Frozen, all 37 frozen pizza brands available in New Jersey That's ranked fantastic. from worst to best. My, the worst was Geno's, and I think my favorite line in this whole story was... You know, maybe it's the genetically engineered cheese or the reddish pink sauce, or maybe because it's just plain bad. On my last day on Earth, I'd rather eat Earth. Earth. Like, I kind of like that. I, I like, love that line. My last day of well, Earth. Well, some of those frozen Earth. pizzas are yeah, terrible. A couple of years ago, uh, Ron Sullivan and I did that pop up in the Northeast, and we decided we were going to use we the the place we took over from before. I'm not going to bash them; they tried, but there was frozen Elio's pizza in there. I'm yep. going to give them the credit that well maybe that was for staff meals or whatever anyway it was in there and the owner of the facility is like please if it's good if it's bad throw it out if it's good use it we started using slices of elio's frozen pizza as bread to make sandwiches (laughs) and even that and you know you guys on instagram you've seen the sandwiches i do like even that it was hard to make this taste good right and elio's i don't think they they finished at the bottom elio's isn't like a terrible frozen pizza it's just not it's frozen pizza right and you know i'm using it as bread for like a sausage and pepper sandwich and i still can't get it to taste good so at that point they were like oh what do you want to do with the rest of it and i'm like this is like for the food bank well i'll I'll tell you what (laughs) pete Pete bashed a company can i bash a company uh because my book's paying for the show Uh, (laughs) go ahead i got the two 
whole pies for six bucks at Seven Eleven. And I did oh, not you're a braver man than I, I did am. not realize that that is taken out of a wrapper and put in a pizza oven. Yeah. Uh, dear 7-Eleven, your pizza's horrible. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, I haven't tried the... Horrible. I haven't tried the pizza. It was, yeah, so it was cheap, though. They'd probably oh, be giving boy. it away. Oh, um, my Yeah, at goodness. that price point, I can't imagine. No, and it, it was two full-size pies. It's got to be to get you to buy soda where they're, yeah, where they're, uh, or something, because I can't imagine at that price, even just having Well, it was on special. It's two for 11, uh, normally. It sounds like there's nothing special about that It was on special cabinet. that day for two for six. <laughs> chocolate donut. The chocolate donut's not bad. You know, yeah, if, if, if that's about it. That chocolate donut is not bad. Okay, Pete, let's talk areas uh, of the uh, state of New Jersey. Keep in mind, uh, nj.com forward slash Genovese, he covers the entire state. state. Yep. He's not just in one area. No, he, I tell people it's High Point to Cape May. High yep. Point to Cape May. It's River to the Ocean. Uh, mm-hmm. Pete, what do you think? I know you l- made a list or something. What is your top? <laughs> I made a whole bunch oh, of lists. Make a list. Uh, Check it twice. <clears throat> what, what What are your, some of your favorite pizzas? Well, let's uh, let's go all over the state. Yeah, uh, no, let's start. Well, let's start South Jersey um, for tomato pie, which is sort of a Trenton South Jersey thing. You're not going to find it up in North Jersey. Brothers in Hamilton, which I really was a banging tomato pie right on right Ooh. on the White Horse Pike there in, in Hamilton. Brothers Pizza. Uh, down in Cape May, actually, it's it might be on this uh, my upcoming twenty pizzas you've never heard of. Um, if I can just think of it in Cape May, uh, it'll it'll come to me. Okay, so much pizza. I think all this all this pizza, yeah, the sea, sauce and cheese, sort of addles your brain or something. Uh, <laughs> and I just wanted to throw real quick when people are going to be adding us adding us in a little while, and I know they will, and they're going to say, "Have you been? Whatever you're going to at us with, has Pete's been to blank?" I'm going to jump in here right now and say, "Yes, he has." I know yeah. that to you, the listener. <laughs> Sam's Pizza Place in Wildwood is legendary. It's a right. secret. It's not a secret. Right. Uh, no, a lot of no. us have gone there. Uh, it's a great experience. Uh, it's one of those things where it's your trip to the sh- down the shore. Right. That's exactly what it is. I mean, uh, the family that runs it, they're really nice people. You know what I mean? It's sort of people wait. I think it's great. You see the same old timers. I'm sure Pete, you've seen this picture before. The day they're opening, you know, they're cranking yeah, open the yeah. awning, and he's like, "I've been here for 27 of these openings." And yeah. that, you know, yeah. not every pizza shop has that. Yeah, it's just a cool place, sort of like yeah. an open air seaside cafeteria. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's sort of like nice. the 70s uh, decor and the booths, and uh, yeah, it's a very cool place. The place I was trying to think of is Cappy's Seaside Pizza in Cappy's. Okay, yeah, yeah, you right. mentioned that before, right by the Wawa. We have a lot of listeners in Cape May. So yeah, it's Cappies. 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 Okay. They've been around. You know, it's not a secret. Certainly in Cape May, but you know, if you go a little further out, yeah, that, that's definitely yeah. That uh, they might be on my uh, pizzas. Great pizzerias uh, you've never heard of. Leslie. Oh, there's going to drop a couple. They may. Oh, a little they, foreshadowing. Yeah, you know, I mean, just go. Uh, you know, all over uh, uh, where G- Giannina's in uh, Woodbury, not too far from here. Nice. Um, of course, we, we all miss uh, Angelo's in Haddonfield. Yeah, my yeah. buddy Danny was, yeah. he liked being in Haddonfield. He just yeah. had issues and, you know, he's not bashing anybody. It's just, you know, when you move into a place, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. There were environmental issues, the landlord issues. He's now over in... Uh, on Ninth Street in Philadelphia, uh, he took over. I Ninth guess Ninth and Fitzwater. Ninth and Fitzwater. He took over his father-in-law's spot where not where Circon's Bakery is still there. I don't want to give anybody a heart attack, but a couple doors down there was Circon's Deli, and they made killer hoagies for I can't remember. I don't know how long they made those hoagies, and now it's uh, Angelo's. 
Right. And he's got a little bit more space. He can do a little bit more stuff. Still doing killer pizzas. He brought back something, an old favorite of mine, which disappeared for a long time in the area. And I'm starting to see it come back is the pepper and egg sandwich. Right. When I was a kid, everybody had a pepper and egg sandwich at a pizza shop. Right. By the time I was 25... Nah, maybe not so much in South Jersey anymore. Now the last nine, five, good, ten years, good. I'm seeing these pepper and egg sandwiches. Now people are adding uh, salami, this, that, whatever. Yeah. They're trying to. There's, you know, it's trying hard to. to it. It's hard to eat. It's hard to beat a really good pepper and egg sandwich in the morning. Right. Um, I learned from Pete many times. The best meal you're going to have will be had in your vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one of the things I learned from Pete because he, he, you know, he's on the road constantly. He, you know, he'll grab food, eat it, you know, make his notes and, you know, he's got to hit 10 places in a day, right? So he's sort of, you know. I've definitely eaten, eaten more meals in my car than at home. No, uh, I think and really there you have it from the Pope himself. We can, we can uh, go out to my car right now and see all the crumbs <laughs> from the, the last 250,000 miles. Uh, what, what, if you want to buy Pete something for Christmas, detailing, folks. Uh, Get him a detailing uh, gift just, card. Just whole new seats. Or a whole new Jeep, actually. The new Jeep is actually quite nice. If somebody wants to donate one, for, nice. you know, I can, we can brand it or something uh, and sponsor it. Uh, but let's uh, a few more pizzerias before I forget. Absolutely. Um, in uh, Westmont, uh, uh, Bricko. Uh, which actually, when we did our uh, statewide uh, pizzeria showdown, it was one of the 10 finals, could yeah. easily have won the whole thing. And actually, I was just driving through there the other day, and it's no secret to anybody who lives there. You know, it's a part of Haddon Township. But in just in uh, like a two, three block area, you have McMillan's, which was the, just about the ultimate cream donuts. You have uh, Bricko, you have the Poor House, you have Keg and Kitchen. They're all like right in yeah, the row. It's very... a great little restaurant row there in that little stretch. You, you know? can, we've talked about this before. Well, I should say, you've talked about this before, but as readers we've talked about it on the back end of what's like the best foodie town what's the best foodie this and that westmont is probably not the first town that's going to come out of your no. your mouth but when you think about what's like you said what within two traffic lights maybe yeah yeah all those all um, four of those places. and you've got some pretty really respectable Tra- uh, Trano is, is Tra- there too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's definitely uh, and this is why when people say oh I'm really concerned about competition I'm like competition's important but it also makes people better right um, I don't know if a place like Brickos was way out in the middle of nowhere if nothing competed, it was either that or starve. Right. Yeah, sure, the food would be good, but I don't know if they'd push the envelope to you know, have that quality delivery. You go into Bricko's any time of the year, any time of the day, and the service in that place is spot on. The food is always delicious. I, I don't, you know, sometimes I look for reasons and errands and, oh, well, you know what? It's uh, it's mealtime. I'm making up meals, so I have a reason to stop at Bricko's. Right. And you can buy Pete's a slice of Jersey. I highly recommend you Google, find it, buy it. Just on Pete. Amazon. I don't think you can find on that Amazon? in the bookstore. Yeah. And like I said, right. the book came out about 10 years ago, but it's still, you know, most of the places are still there. And it's a nice hand, as you can see, nice handy little guide. It's beautiful. And it it's your, a slice of It Jersey. really should be updated. We really should update that because, you know, I feel like this so is like an encyclopedia for pizza. It's yeah. great. And I love the fact that if you have like an SUV or a truck, that will fit in a console. Yeah, this yeah. is, yeah. This is So fine. you've always got it with you. It's small, really it's should. nice, and yeah. it's very detailed. I'm looking through yeah. it as he's talking. That's crazy. Well, anyone who's followed Pete for a while um you kind of pete has a a structure by which he he reviews things and it's super detailed and it's super 
there. That's why when uh, I am a reporter, so I think that's a lot of it. You know, yeah. I'm just not some food You've blogger coming that. in. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just sort of you bring that reporter uh, baggage or whatever with you. You know, you have to be thorough. You have to be yeah. fair. And you have to be concise. Al- you have to be factual. Alphabetizes the, <laughs> the counties and no, everything. It gives a, you the best great, pizza. Yeah. Notice to my my uh, bosses, we should really update the you slice of Jersey. Book, this book is fantastic. Everybody really listening, look. Wow. Up the, look up the main editors at NJ.com and tell them we should update the slice yeah, of Jersey. It, it's 10 years old. The book is called A Slice of Jersey. Yeah. And this is an amazing book. He's talking, giving tips. I know. I'm you're looking t- at his book. Kevin's like, wow. taking the day off reading this the book, book, and Pete and I are carrying the This book the show. is incredible. A Slice of Jersey. It's a full encyclopedia of yeah. all, uh, a hand guide. He gets into all the pizza, you know, pizza style. It really is like a mini encyclopedia. And he, what, and he goes by all the different styles. You go by Guy. It's a list in the back of every every literally every pizzeria in New Jersey. Ten years ago, again, there are a lot of pe- the new pizzerias. This book not needs in to be uh, updated. You know, updated. Yes. Ahead, uh, so just more, uh, just moving up. Uh, so we mentioned uh, uh, Brickell and Westmont, uh, Palermo's in Bordentown, nice. uh, is uh, in Lambertville. You have uh, Liberty Hall, which uh, great Neapolitan style pizza. Uh, Dominic's up in Newton, which way at the top of Jersey. There, nice. Moving over, Raza in Jersey. Home of the Philly Fluff Cake. No, uh, no. Is in, that in uh, Newton? No, or you're the... talking about uh, in uh, Summit. Natalie's, oh, Summit. Oh, Natalie's Bakery. Sorry, Natalie's Philly Fluff, The famous Philly Fluff. <laughs> yeah. uh, we can talk bakery, too. Maybe no, the, no, no, next show. Next show. Uh, <laughs> we'll be doing the bakery show next. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, oh, I can talk baked goods. Uh, Jersey City Raza, of course, um, which, uh, you know, New York Times reviewer Pete Wells, you know, famous uh, reviewer. He say uh, last year he called it the best pizza in New York City. Wow. So and essentially the best pizza on either side of that's the river. Fantastic. So that's that's Raza. Uh, you know, good luck again. It's a small place. So yeah, go, So go, being go number early. one in New York makes it the absolute worst pizza in New Jersey. I'm trying to figure uh, out how yeah. those rankings yeah, yeah, we can interpret it any way you want. Uh, in Hoboken, which is uh, actually uh, me and an, another reporter are going to do a one day pizza crawl through Hoboken, uh, which is sort of the, that's the, kind of the place to it's do sort it. Sort of like the self styled pizza center of the universe. Nice. You know, there are a lot of pizza. You know. 20, 25 pizzerias, so we're going to try to do them all in one day. Awesome. So look for that. Uh, it'd be a great uh, video, I think. Up in uh, Bergen County, Vesta, in East Rutherford. I think they were number, they've were they been number one on the Pizza Power Rankings, Vesta. Nice. Really good. Um, yeah, and of course, uh, uh, down the shore, Tallulah's in Asbury Park. And of course, you know, Asbury Park, you have... Uh, a Medusa and Porter, you know, three nice. good, you know, Asbury Park's not that big, so you have three high-quality pizzerias right in town. And, of course, I have to mention, the winner of our statewide uh, Best Pizzeria showdown two years ago kind of came out of left field, a place that pretty much nobody except in the media area had ever heard of. Jackson, New Jersey, right? Jackson, New Jersey, exactly. Brooklyn Square Pizza. Nice. Uh, and they were they got so busy that they they had to open two more restaurants because of that uh, yeah. right. name, number one. Nice. They, got, they, got, they were slammed all... all I have slammed, family who yeah. live in Ocean County, nice. and Pete named them. They lived in Ocean County for years and what I call the wilds of Ocean County. Not the shore, the right. other side. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they, you know, they had never heard of it and they were practically on top of it. Had never heard of it before. I said, well, you know, Pete Genevieve said it's the best. Next thing I know, um, in-laws, cousins, they're going over there. They're finding a reason to go back the next day. Right. One day they had, one of them had pizza like four nights in a row. <laughs> they went over and he's like, are you tired of this? No. And he said, well, you know, Pete, they know Pico's everywhere. And I was like, he's like, I thought for sure it would be somewhere, you know, either North Jersey, maybe like Atlantic City or something. I was like, no, Jackson, you're, you're, in, you're in the town. Wow. And let's, let's have some fun. 
time. Uh, I thought we were guys, having fun. If you guys want to uh, comment on the picks that we're giving today or whatever, at Pete Genovese on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at Dining on a Dime 1 on Twitter. And you can communicate with us immediately. Yes. Uh, we did have listener emails about you, Pete. Uh, Uh-oh. Any of them good? No, they said they loved it so much what they're doing. He didn't get the poop emojis I no, little no, finger emojis of, I get, right? No, he got a lot of praise. But <laughs> of people, course he did. <laughs> people, are, people are rewinding to write because they're taking notes as you're talking. So yeah. you can yeah, easily... Feel free to, if you have any pizza questions, yeah. If you yeah. want to hit me up on Twitter, at, at Pete, Pete, Genov- Pete Genovese. That's correct. Correct. And, and, and uh, I'll answer them right away because I got my phone right in front of you. As yeah. busy got his as phone Pete right is, I, I mean, not just right now, but as busy as Pete is, keep in mind everything he does. I have never seen somebody at Pete and say, I'm just going to pick a town randomly. Right. Hey, Pete, I want to go get something to eat in Keyport. And eventually when Pete sees it, he responds to yeah. them. You don't necessarily get that back no, and he forth. he covers the whole state. One of the things social media has done is it's allowed people a little bit to catch up to Pete because Pete would, you know, back in the old days, you'd have to wait for the book or right. or right. the column in the Star-Ledger or whatever. Yeah. And now Pete can shoot out the link. Here's the story I did. We've yeah. talked about New Jersey's best burger, whatever it is, right? And it's instantaneous. Right. And now people read it. They hit the link. And you can almost tell people's reading rates by they click the thing and Pete didn't get to somebody's favorite burger bar hole in the right. wall. And I know almost immediately, oh, well, what about blank? And that's why I started when I retweet a lot of Pete's links. I'm like, let's be clear. These are the ground rules. Okay. Well, Pete's no, been everywhere. Yeah. No whiner baby, baby. bull. He just yeah, went yeah, all over the state that. in just, just that little yeah. time. He went all over the state. <laughs> at Pete, Actually, Gen- I, yeah, at Pete Genovese on Twitter. Let's have some fun. If you have some comments, his phone is right in front of him. Yeah. Go ahead. If you have some pizza questions, go ahead. And go it's ahead, like a seven-day thing. Actually, before here, I, I hit a, uh, if you saw on Twitter, I hit a, because I'm doing a, a Best Barbecue, uh, May is National Barbecue Month. Nice. Yeah. And I think of all my lists, I think I, I take, I mean, I, I take all my lists seriously, but it's the one, I mean, I love barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my three desert yeah. island foods: uh, barbecue, fried chicken, donuts. Oh, wow. what more do you need? Yeah, you know all the healthy stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't so want to live too long if I'm on a desert island. Yeah, so you know, about five years ago, I said New Jersey's a barbecue wasteland. Actually, a lot of people agreed with me. It's like one of those rare food stories that people actually agree with you. Uh, but it's slowly getting better. But I take special care of the, updating that annual. Again, it's not the same list over and over again. So actually, before I came here, I stopped at a place in Shamong. I just love pronouncing that name, Shamong. Uh, Christine's House of Kingfish. So we're gonna, we'll oh, see if they'll uh, actually the, the the ribs are in my back seat. Um, <laughs> we'll see if they make that uh, list like top twenty barbecue places in no, New Jersey. Can you excuse me for a second? I need to go out to the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you a funny story about barbecue in New Jersey, though. Um, you know, we've had Jim House here, Pig Island Barbecue, uh, Pork Island Barbecue. Um, we'll later this year we'll have my friend Alex on from Mom Pa's Tex Mex Barbecue, who's just moved from a food truck uh, right. to I can't quite say it's a brick and mortar it's it's wooden mortar it's a log cabin in Mount Laurel and Mancocus Creek right. one of the factors I mean of course everybody wants to be successful or whatever but one of the factors a lot of these people will reference is that a few years ago experts like Pete were saying New Jersey's a barbecue wasteland. Right. And he wasn't saying it like critically specific to any place. He was just saying if I'm looking for good barbecue, New Jersey is 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 a tough go. Yeah. And nobody's more qualified. They've covered the state and he's telling you it's not there. Now some of these guys are opening up these barbecue places and they're like, "Hey, there's nobody in this game getting Pete's eye." 
um, let, 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 let me get in there and let me take a swing. Right. Uh, Alex said that was, you know, uh, you know, equivocally, that was a factor. Right. He said he had his food truck, he had his catering business. He was doing really well. And he had said unequivocally that was a factor in, uh, you know, in, in opening a place uh, to get that sort of notoriety. I mean, let's be honest. Pizza in New Jersey, there's, what did you say, Pete? There's 10,000 pizza places? Peter is yeah no about two thousand wow, I've only been to about fifteen hundred <laughs> is that it kind of a right. slacker C- come back when you get to the other yeah, no, nobody has eaten more pizzerias in, in New Jersey than I have I, no. I don't think it's even close awesome different pizzerias you know going to Domino's uh, every day for a year doesn't count as three hundred sixty five pizzerias <laughs> please that's don't just one please don't yeah. add us all your Papa John's app notifications because right. that's not pizza all right let's dig deep guys uh, go ahead Pete. Uh, so Pete, yeah, again, uh, I could be a full-time pizza reporter. Yeah, uh, look for, like I said, in a couple of weeks, my uh, 20 great pizzerias you never heard of. Oh, actually, I will mention. So now, again, Brooklyn Square two years ago won the, our great, our, our pizzeria showdown. Nice. You know, it's one of our, we've done nine of these sort of statewide month-long showdowns and how it works. You can look all this up on- online. We start with a nomination process, uh, for pizzas. We had about 300, about 400 places nominated. Wow. So every single place that's nominated, and these come from all over the state, uh, and they're, they're all put on a ballot. People have a week to vote, uh, and at the end of the voting period, uh, we end up with 50, 25 are voted in, 25 I pick. Right. So we end up with 50. I go to all 50. Wow. Like, who does that? Nobody does that. No, Actually, no nobody go, does. Go to the places. I can so tell you that for a fact. 50, they don't. You know, we go to fi- I go to 50 places, wow. narrow it down to 10, and then then pick a winner. So that's there's fantastic. no after we get that initial stage, there's no voting. It's just me picking the 10 finalists and me nice. picking the winner but uh, you, know, you know again i, I, I don't want to slam anybody else i do uh, food right i pay for the show <laughs> i pay for no, the show you know what i'm tired you know what i'm tired you know what i'm tired i'm tired of seeing lists food lists and rankings that are from people who haven't been to those places yes yes how do you rank a place if you've never been there and yeah I've seen, I've that's seen, why we back up all our f- with photos on facebook I've all seen our food bloggers yeah, i'm not going to throw out any names i'll maybe, do it maybe someday <laughs> i will maybe we'll do a special show devoted to like pete goes Road yeah, or something. I would love that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Off the reservation with uh, Pete Genevieve. I would pay I, Pete to be here. I know, right? But I can name names of people who take my list. I you know, know I do who it 20, is. 20 best barbecue places and just repeat like 18 of them. Absolutely. Clearly, they haven't been to any of That's them. That's right. They're not taking my words, but they clearly are just ripping off my list. And I've they'll, seen they'll throw it in like one or two I've places that aren't on eyes. my list I just s- to show that it's different. I've yeah. seen it. Like with I said, my stop ripping off my list. That's right. That's right. I said that on a show a couple years ago that I was on different places platform different station and there was dead quiet in the studio i said i'll admit it i said i'm not saying that pete has said this i was super clear i didn't want any shade somehow being translated like pete said this because he absolutely did not right um i said but i'm telling you i'm i've read pete stuff for a really long time so i consider myself somewhat familiar with how he does this and when i see somebody come up with you know the sweet 16 of bakeries uh, I was with Pete when he did New Jersey's Best Bakery. I saw some of the bakeries we went to. We tried things. And I'm thinking to myself, I was actually on this one. This isn't like an opinion. I was there. Right. All you did, if Pete did the top 20 bakeries in the state, you left off the last four. And, and they'll plagiarize him. And, and they'll do plagiarize his work. Yeah, and some sucker pays... Yep. This individual, right. he, she, whoever, That's for fact. that work. And That's I'm like, did you 
even leave the coffee shop that so, you have to sit in while your mom no, kicks you out of the house. <laughs> you could, yeah, you could tell just by reading those that the, per- yeah. the person's never been to the place. Yeah. They're just taking stuff off the website. Almost, they're just taking verbatim it's just off the website. Almost word for word. That's no, no, they're, they're not ripping my words yeah. off. They're ripping the list well, off. The research. It's there, just yeah. going on the website and, and just taking off from the website with the description. So they, you know, you know, if they ripped off the words, I mean, I'd, I'd call it my attorney yeah, in a second. I you know, hear it, it's crazy how they think they can get away with it. And it's obvious what they're doing, and but they're fooling most of the they're fooling the regular yeah. audience because no, the regular audience doesn't it. know where that list is coming I've from. So go ahead, yeah. Pete. Let's get dig deep. Go ahead. Uh, what are your personal? Favorites? Oh, so I was about to say. So this yeah. is on my next pizza list. Again, I could write about pizza every week. It's <laughs> <laughs> just good guy, a full time pizza reporter. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe they'll, they'll name me a full time pizza reporter. You're just going to do pizza for fifty two weeks. Pete gets to his uh, we'll, office we'll and there's just a pizza a box. Yeah. We'll let you have a vacation. You don't have to eat pizza on your vacation. If you want to. So anyway, so this next the next uh, pizza list to drop is uh, twenty great pizzerias you never heard of in New Jersey, and again. Um, you know the Brooklyn Square won this this showdown uh, two years ago, so they they're still New Jersey's best pizza. But if I had to put it this way, my new favorite pizzeria oh. will be on this list in a couple of weeks. I'm not okay. going to say where it is. I'm no, not eyes the open, name. people. I'm not, it's not even what part of the state it is, but it's just drop dead great. I mean, it was, I, I still remember getting, you know, I was spending a week or so updating this list, this great pizzeria you've never heard of list, stopping in this uh, pizzeria. It's a fairly new place, open about a year and uh, bring it back to my car. You know, I always eat the food right away. Yeah. You know, I don't take it home or take it to the office where it's warmed, it, right. it's get congealed or whatever. Take it right, eat it right away in the car. And I remember just still opening the box and just, just looking at it. I'm just like, oh my God, this, I mean, you could just tell just looking at it was so good. <laughs> and it was a different kind of style. I'll just say that much. Um, you know, or not a, a common style. And it was just so freaking good. I mean, I said, and I said like, this is my new favorite pizzeria. Wow. It's, so watch for that list again in a couple weeks. Uh, great pizzerias you never heard of. I actually have a question and this is a pizza I don't think we've heard too much about. Uh, Generally, we hear California pizza. It's kind of thin crust. There's a lot of healthy stuff on there, so I have almost no experience eating it. There's New York-style pizza, which is just like New Jersey-style pizza, just yeah. not quite as I hate good. That, I hate that term, New York pizza. Yeah. They didn't invent the stuff. I, I know. They did not invent um, Actually, about a couple months ago, some professor in the Midwest said maybe Chicago actually had the first pizza. So oh, the, you so see that? Said, I, I believe that. That didn't the really get much, yeah. scan, that didn't get much controversy, but uh, you know, Lombardi's in New York City. They claim... <laughs> pizzeria in America. What they are, they were the first pizzeria in New York City to get a, a, a mercantile license to sell uh, pizza. So so very well, someone could have been making pizza before that in, right. in New York City. And, and I just, remember in my Pizza City book, I, I interviewed, uh, I did a chapter on Lombardi's, and I interviewed the owner. I said, uh, John, so you know, I know you're the first one to have a pizza license in, uh, in, in New York City, probably America, whatever, it was 1921. So I said, couldn't someone had been making pizza before that? He goes, no. No. <laughs> no, he couldn't have said no faster. <laughs> he couldn't have said no any faster. No. <laughs> well, you just got the first license. There's That's some, great. and I can't remember the name of the place, and I feel really bad. I think it's out in Coney Island. You'll probably know what it is. Titanos. Yeah, and yeah. they're claiming that their grandfather, maybe, is the one who actually right. made the pizza. Yes. Yeah, there's a little and uh, there's like a little family sort of feud yeah, there's sort a, of thing going on there. I saw them so. on, uh, I watched, like, I clicked something on Twitter. I don't know if they were on Travel Channel or whatever. And it's two women, and they're feisty. Oh, and yeah. They oh, will yeah. be happy to tell you, no, this is the first pizza. I don't nice. care what you're hearing over there. Uh, and they have a photo up on the wall. It's been blown up. And I guess it's, I guess it's in front of... 
Lombardi's, but the guy next to the owner is their grandfather who actually made the pizza. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's holding the pizza peel or whatever, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. And they're sort of, uh, they, they won't give it up. They're just right. like, you walk into that place and the picture I saw, and I'm, yep, here it is. I'm looking to Tano's. So, to So her quote was, uh, she said, uh, she talks to her, uh, talking about her grandfather. Uh, my grandfather was born in Naples. He worked for Lombardi's making pizza, his pizza. My grandfather created pizza in this country. Nice. And there it is. She's just telling <laughs> it's you all right blown now. up. <laughs> so my, my next line was bold, even outrageous statement, but you want to argue with this woman? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so if you guys have any that's questions. That's exactly what you just said. Yeah. Yeah, they, they worked at Lombardi's and yes. uh, sort of who's, who was the first. But there's one fact, one pizza fact that's uh, incontrovertible. The longest running, longest established pizzeria in New Jersey is where else? New Jersey. Papa's Tomato Pies, now in Robbinsville, used to be in Trent. Oh, and uh, Lombardi's opened earlier, but they shut down for uh, a year so or they, two. They went. Papa's stayed open all these years. So the longest running How about that? pizzeria in the country is in New Jersey. Where else would it be? How well, about that? There's now, something to be said about Pete being the Pope of New Jersey food, and actually, I might be wrong, but birthplace is... Trenton, New Jersey, right? Capital yep. of the yep. state. Yeah, There's something sort that of very fitting about that. Okay, I just want to remind our listeners, we are doing a grand, uh, as a present to you for the spring, we're doing a supersized show, Triple XL, for the next four weeks. We're going to run till 15 minutes uh, after 6, which is 75 minutes if you're listening to the podcast. We are with the leading expert of New Jersey uh, restaurants and food is Pete Genovese, author of of several books, but the one I'm loving right now is A Slice of Jersey, which yeah. is basically a complete encyclopedia of uh, pizza in New Jersey. A Slice of Jersey, Amazon.com, Pete Genovese. Uh, we're going to be with Pete for another eight minutes. 5.45, we'll be talking to Joe's Pizza. And I'll be going out to Pete's Jeep to uh, get yeah, rich. It's John will be stealing Pete's barbecue. Uh, I shouldn't have said that. If I go out there and it's not there, I'm gonna, the suspect list will be small. Leave, so we are with Leave Pete. the Jeep. Take the ribs. Right. We're with Pete for the next seven minutes. We're, all, we're talking heavy-duty New Jersey pizza. 5.45, an interview with one of my favorite pizza spots, Joe's Pizza, 16th and Samson. We'll be having a phone interview with them. And then... The greatest interview in the history no, wow. of mankind, Kevin Wilson. Oh, that's me. That's you. I went out to uh, the Reading Terminal and I interviewed Bill Beck. We'll play that interview till about five after six, uh, or no, ten after six, and then we'll 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 call it a day. We'll wrap it up. All right, Pete. Uh, oh, I have a quick question for Pete, actually. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even know this kind of pizza existed until our friend Carl Ruiz was talking about it uh he's getting ready to open his restaurant and i guess people are bringing in different food or whatever somebody brought in uh detroit style right, pizza I, knew you say that, yeah. I did not know detroit had I like i guess a sub genre is not the right word here but you know a uh, sub variation right. of uh, of pizza uh carl tried it uh, live, you know, live tweeted the trying of it he, he wasn't i don't think it was his favorite he, right. he didn't say it was terrible you know what I mean? It was it was weird. It was kind of not quite square. It was more like rectangular. rectangular yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, like a Roman have, Roman style pizza. Have you uh, you know have have has this come across in Jersey at all? Are it's there people- the only place that I know. I think there are a couple of places, but the only place that for sure that has it is a place called uh, Lo-Fi in Jersey City. Okay, they okay. might they might have been the first to have it on their menu. I'm kind of surprised it hasn't appeared uh, before. Um, 
you know, that might be a, it's very rare right now. Wow. Like so you probably find it in the city. In the uh, city more. Yeah, but uh, local. Have you had it? Do you, is it? I have not yet. Yeah, I've been meaning to wow. get to. No, not not yet. Yeah, but like I said, it's only the, the one place I know for sure has it. So you know, uh, call ahead and order okay. one. Yeah, I want to take one minute and sure. ask Pete uh, since he's the leading expert. I want to see what your opinion is on different types of pizza. I just saw somebody putting. Peeps, marshmallows on a oh pizza. Oh my god! Uh, uh, yeah. That made me sick. Actually, someone needs to go to jail uh, for and that pizza. There are other fancy toppings. Have you ever? Now, now I'm going to probably raise some hackles with this following oh, good, statement. Good. Things, and it's, it's just me. Things I would not put on pizza. You know, chicken. You know, if I want chicken, yeah, because the chicken it's been sitting out there right, all day, yeah. and they That's just throw point. it on there, throw it in the oven. If I want chicken on my pizza, I'm going to get. Well, I'm not against chicken on pizza, but I'm against pizzeria chicken. On yeah, pizza. I agree. So I, I want agree. chicken on my pizza. I'm going to get a plain pizza. Go home, right. make the chicken fresh, and then stick it on right. pizza. Uh, pepperoni. I got the world's most famous, <laughs> popular <laughs> topping. How can I? How can I come again? Uh, uh, be opposed to pepperoni. Think the problem is 95 percent of the pepperoni out there. Your neighborhood pizzeria is like the same. It comes from the same. Two or three makers. It tastes the same. It's boring. It's as, factory it's food. Boring yeah. as you know what. Except Angelo's has he, yeah. his pepperoni. But, but play, you know, again, yeah. I'm not against oh, pepper. I'm not yeah. against pepperoni on pizza. I love yeah. homemade, house made, or or butcher shop. Well, that's what he has. Yeah. That's what like Danny's talked thing. about. Yeah. He agrees yeah. with yeah. you that yeah. no, yeah. that stuff they but bring yeah. it in the bag here. Do you yeah, want? Yeah, when I had fish it out of those. When I had Danny's pepperoni, I was like, fishing buckets. You know, it's the truth. It's unpleasant. God, yeah. I'm not against pepperoni. I'm against just you know. Normal pepperoni, right? You know, anchovies. I never had a thing with anchovies. Wow. Uh, it goes back to my youth, I think. You know, I'm not. You know, it's not despicable. Right. Buffalo chicken. You know, don't get me started on the whole buffalo <laughs> sauce oh, and, and the question. and the dipping the crusts into ranch dressing or something. I, uh, oh. this, this is one of these things that yeah. I discovered yeah. when I started getting more into Instagram. Oh, that's what the pizza crusts are for. Let me tell you right now. No, no, it is not. That is right. not what the pizza crusts are for. For okay. you to. I didn't want to sidetrack too long. But that, that's, yeah. that's baked ZD, you, you know. Right. I know it's popular, but it's just just give me a, just give me a good marinara, just give me a good uh, <laughs> yeah. homemade sausage, yeah, just give sure. me you know homemade meatballs, or you know just a, a tomato pie. We mentioned Brothers in Hamilton before. I mean, no, just good. just sauce and crust. What more nice. do you need? Yeah, Are you good with mixing cheeses like mozzarella, ricotta? Oh, that sure, sort of, yeah. sure, sure. You go to some of the Neapolitan style pizzas; they'll have a couple different uh, cheeses on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and uh, and people ask me like, "What's your favorite kind of pizza?" I, I like them all, really. <laughs> right. The one I'm eating right it's now. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of pepperoni on it. All right, uh, let's remind our listeners: nj.com forward slash Genovese. He is the best food writer. He's the top expert in New Jersey. Uh, we have three minutes, Pete. Uh, what other pizza places do you like? Well, it's uh, oh boy, I'm, we could give him three hours and he would get all Cappy's down in Cape May. I'm uh, glad uh, you uh, did. North Wildwood uh, Poppies, which is uh, actually coincidentally uh, again a brick oven Neapolitan style pizza place. Across the street is like the biggest Domino's in the universe, which nice. I think is pretty funny. But they've uh, they're still in business and they're still going uh, still going strong. A place in Absecon, um Romans Romans Pizza House, which is sort of well, I think they made one of my under the radar lists. Nice. Uh, you know, I'm just sort of moving up the coast. Uh, Toulouse and Asbury Park we mentioned uh, Fado Napo- uh, Napolitano in uh, New Brunswick uh, you know of all places uh, not of all places but, you know, but New Brunswick is in a pizza hotbed 
uh, Palermo's in Bordentown. I mean, they're just so nice. Just go on and on. And they can go to nj.com forward yep. slash Genovese and find out more info. Order his book on Amazon, uh, order, which the, Kevin has been reading. Yeah, you have to get this book. And I'm not just Kevin, saying, you want to join us here instead I, of put the book no, down? Read it later. <laughs> it's called it's called A Slice of Jersey. Yeah. Amazon.com. You have to get this book. It's the most amazing. It's an encyclopedia. Yeah, it might be a little, since it's 10 years old, <laughs> yeah, but it's still, well it's, out of print. You might be, you might be a little pricey. He uh, breaks no, it down. By, he he Star Ledger editor types. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, if you're good. listening to this show, he breaks it down uh, we by need county. a 2019 over, or, well, Peter probably need the rest of the year, 2020 version. He breaks it down by county. Thing. He breaks it down by county, which is crazy. Yeah, it's a nice handy guy. Pete uh, ranked more, counties in Jersey. All right. Yeah. Pete. By, 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 by the quality of food. By the quality yeah, of food. Yeah. I'm Hudson, sorry, Salem Hudson was, County. Hudson was number one, mostly because of diversity. I mean, there's just everything in Hudson County. I'm sorry, Salem. <laughs> starting, with Jersey, starting with Jersey City, which is the, has the most diverse dining scene in nice. New Jersey, and I think the best dining scene in New Jersey. Well, there are most nice. diverse city, right? Yeah, there yeah. Are most well, diverse in, in the country. In the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, just a few other places. Down in South Jersey, Big John's and Bridgeton, which has something called the double thick pizza. It's uh-huh. just like all cheese. It's nice. like, <laughs> if that doesn't stop your heart, nothing will. Nice. You know, slice and soul. Uh, you know, uh, 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 Nomad out in uh, Hopewell, uh, Nancy's Townhouse in Broadway, one of the best thin crusts. Nice. Uh, so many. Uh, did we mention uh, the Farmer's Market, Columbus, Kate and Al's, and Pete's? And Pete's. You know, and, and, and Aflia, we talked about it the last time. Uh, essentially, they're the same pizza. I actually yeah. had someone question that. Just real quick. Well, Pete's. They're essentially the same pizza. Not quite. Uh, yeah, there's slight differences. One is uh, a little saucier than the other. I mean, Pete's, uh, Pete started at Kate and Al's. And then. And then moved and, and then opened then his own them. place. Um, you know, Lombardi and Martinsville. Nice. There's just so many Bruno's and Clifton. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, Angelo's. We're hoping Angelo's comes back to Haddonfield. <laughs> <laughs> Danny. If you're, Danny, if you're listening to this, come on back. We want you back. You know, Danino's and Bricks, Antillo's, which was uh, number one on my Pizza Power rankings for a couple of the rankings, and nice. Elizabeth, which is like a one-of-a-kind experience. I mean, you can't, there's no place to sit down. Uh, you just walk. You got to like do the hunch some, when you eat the pizza. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It's no. like walk, it's somebody's house. You have to walk down the driveway and open up the screen door I and love order. And now Santillo is a certifiable nut. He's, he's just, uh, <laughs> you got to make sure he's there. He pretty much he's there. And they're only Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, right off the Bayway Circle, right nice. off the Turnpike. I mean, it's it, if, if you had to go to one pizzeria in New Jersey for the experience, right. it would be Santillo's and Elizabeth. See, there you go. And I told our listeners, uh, you can just rewind and uh, uh, yeah, and take notes because a lot of our listeners take notes to the tips. Uh, just rewind, and uh, you and can we tell again. people. Pete invites people to do this all the time, yeah. right? If you know a place, uh, add him. Yeah. You know, if, if if you feel maybe he's overlooked a place at Pete Genovese, or at Pete Genovese, you find him on Twitter or yeah. whatever, and and just tell him, you know, hey Pete, might you know, I go get pizza here. Chances are he knows. But yeah. I, but I, it's a great thing about Twitter because I can go right now. I can say I'm looking for uh, New Jersey's best barbecue, and I'll get like 20, 25 oh, yeah. recommendations right off the bat, and then and then yeah. get that back and then awesome. Okay. So why is it so good? Or what should yeah. I go if I get there? So that's a great thing about Twitter. You get that back and forth and the interaction. And I get a lot of most of my tip. You know these t- these. Places I'm not finding just wandering right. around. Otherwise, I'd be wandering all my life. Uh, <laughs> you know, random. I always say randomly is what I meant. Um, but so people are, are giving me tips, and that's a great thing about Twitter and email too. But mostly on Twitter, they give you the tips, and a lot of them don't pan out. Some of the places are I I've been to. Th- I, thanks, I've been there. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> thank you very much. But it's a great. Yeah. So uh, again, anybody uh, on Twitter, just you know, join. It takes a second at Pete, uh, at Genovese. Pete Genovese. Feel free to ask me questions. Pete's on. 
any kind of food. And especially go to nj.com right, forward NJ. slash Genovese, right. and you can read all of his amazing work. I just did something on uh, the best grilled cheese sandwiches uh, in right. the state. That was uh, I just thank a, couple, you. a couple days ago. I really want to thank you for being here. 45 minutes Thanks. is just Is it over by. already? My goodness. You're welcome back anytime. Yeah, we'd okay. love to have you come back. I know, I you, I know you're busy. You but and don't forget, Slice of Jersey, uh, Amazon, Tell uh, demand that this, uh, this yes. book... Yes. You have to get it. It's the most amazing pizza book. Yeah, update the book, Star Legend. Slice of Jersey. <laughs> NJ.com. Update the book. Don't make okay. me ask again. <laughs> right now on the phone, we have my favorite pizza spot, 16th and Samsung, <laughs> Joe's Pizza. How are you? Hi, it's Captain Laura. How oh, how are you? Joe's nice to hear your voices. I love the show. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Now let's tell the folks. You guys have been at 16th and Samson in business for over 30 years, correct? Yes, we just celebrated our 30th year anniversary. Wow. All in Center Yep, that, right there, the same location. That's yes. fantastic. And let's tell the folks uh, Joe's Pizza, 16th and Samson. Center City, the yes. best slice of pizza you'll have. I prefer the rigatoni and meatball. I love that. Uh, that's your favorite. That's I my know, favorite. Came and, that day and helped us make it. Yep. And uh, <laughs> what do you guys have coming up? How I heard you just had the 30th birthday, correct? So, yes. So, I decided to continue our 31st year, <laughs> all year. So, we're going to have a lot of different, like, pop-up little specials. So... In order to celebrate, I've been randomly calling out in the pizzeria, if anyone named Joe, and if anyone's name is Joe, they get a free flight. Oh, that's Meaning fantastic. Joe, Joanne, yes, any type of Joe, first, oh. middle, last name. Wow. Um, we get free pizza. We have little pop-up specials. Um, this past week or so, we've been doing Broccoli Rob. Um, oh. So hopefully that'll, yeah. One of my favorites. And we really only have it because I love it. So <laughs> I get to eat it every day. <laughs> That's great. And what about our favorite employee? Yes. What about our favorite employee? How's he doing? Ernesto. He's great. He's doing really well. He's in and out of the pizzeria yelling, telling, telling us what to do, of course. And how old? How young is he? He's very young. He's young. How young is he? <laughs> And my father-in-law, who is 92. That's what I wanted to hear uh, about. Yep. Yeah. Um, Gio Toto, he comes in every day. 92. That's incredible. 92. 92, he's yeah. in the pizza shop every day working hard. Yep. That's he's great. You're going to love that. The table. Yep. That is fantastic. He, well, it shows him the food. Gets up early every morning to make sure that he's ready. And the first person that comes by, he gets in the car and he comes to the pizzeria. At night, <laughs> he's ready to work. At ninety-two yep. years old, that man is yep. working his butt off at <laughs> Joe's Pizza at Sixteenth yep. and Samson. And that's not an easy yeah, neighborhood to hang in for thirty years. No, I mean, thirty years they've very been in competitive up there. Very competitive and delicious it is, pizza. Extremely delicious extremely pizza. Competitive. Thank you. Rigatoni no, and meatball. Rigatoni and meatball. If you go to Joe's Pizza, PHL.com, you'll see me making a uh, rigatoni and meatball. So I go in, I just ask for the Kevin Wilson, <laughs> and, that, and, that, and I know yeah. I'll get. It's really delicious. You really have to try it. So, what do we have coming we up? We might rename that. 
What Ooh. what do we have coming up uh, at Joe's? Uh, what are the hours? How can they reach you on social media? Because uh, okay, are yep. you going to be at, at Pizza Delphia? That that would be my question. Oh, wow. Oh uh, no, I don't think so. If it's a competition, then they're lucky. If they should, yeah, right. Be because I was like, if Joe shows up at Pizza Delphia, maybe some of you folks ought to stay home. Okay, how can our li- <laughs> how can <laughs> how can our listeners uh, get a hold of you guys on social media? So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and it's at Joe's Pizza Philly. Okay. And, of course, they can call us directly, um, and you, Joe, my nephew, or me, I'm Casimira, and after we're always in and out, we can help you with anything you need. But the best thing is just to follow us or message us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. At Joe's. And we also have the website where you are. Definitely on our website. Yes, you can see my handsome face. You can see my handsome face making pizza, joespizzaphl.com. Yep, yep. Yep, okay. So it's great. We love it. We love everybody that comes. We are so thankful for all our customers who have been coming year after year all these years. And I love to hear all their stories and how they used to come and how they still come or how they bring their kids or their grandkids or... It's great. I, I want, love it. But I, it's one of my best parts of my job is to hear those stories. Yeah, that's terrific. And we're so thankful that you were able to join us today at Joe's Pizza uh, Philly on all social media platforms. That's correct? Yes, yes. That's fantastic. We're so excited. It's a family-run business, 30 years, 16th and Samson in business, uh, Joe's Pizza Philly. Thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate it. It was uh, great. Have and a great day. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Ciao. All right. Bye bye. All right. That's a family run business. I Joe's had friends pizza. who did that city food tour thing, and their <laughs> oh. tomato pie was oh, yeah. just, I guess they hop uh, hop off. I've been invited to a few of them. I promise I'll okay. try to get to one of them. Um, okay. That's the move there. I hear you. All right. Now, stay at home. Listen to this, the greatest interview in the history of broadcast media. My interview with Bill Beck. Okay, this is Kevin Wilson. We are live at the Reading Terminal Market with Bill Beck, the proprietor of Beck's Cajun Cafe, one of the best spots in the city, located at the Reading Terminal Market and 30th Street Station. Uh, We're with Bill. Bill, introduce yourself to our audience. Hey there, how you doing? This is Bill Beck. Um, we're here at the noisy, always hustling and bustling Reading Terminal Market. I'm the owner of uh, Beck's Cajun Cafe. I've been here since uh, October of 09. So we are uh, coming up on our 10-year celebration, and it promises to be a, a good one with uh, probably a, a band, a uh, procession going around the market, and uh, lots of great specials. We'll probably do it uh, around Mardi Gras. So, o- always a good time. Wow, that's great. Uh, Beck's Cajun is the home of the world-famous train wreck, which we talked about on episode number seven. WildfireRadio.com. Go to episode number seven, and you'll hear us talk about the train wreck. Uh, Bill, I have a question for you. What about catering? What if our listeners want to get some catering done? How can they do that? Yes, we absolutely do do catering, and a lot of it. You can get the uh, train wreck. Uh, we'd send it to you deconstructed, and you'd build your own little uh, mini train wrecks. Um, 
We do, obviously, the red beans and rice, the gumbos, the jambalaya, beignets. They're a little more challenging because they're best uh, done hot right out of the uh, deep fryer. But uh, we do do that. Of course, Mardi Gras cakes. Uh, and we do a lot. It's not just Cajun for the catering. It's also a little uh, Southern uh, mixed in there. We do a lot of the specialty holidays like Cinco de Mayo, St. Patty's Day, Fourth of July, Memorial. So we're uh, busy. We do a lot of catering. Uh, it comes out of our 30th Street location. We have two, one at Reading Terminal and one at 30th Street Station. Now, the most unique thing I've seen on your menu is the alligator po' boy. I mean, I don't think you can get alligator anywhere else except Beck's Cajun Cafe. Uh, what was the inspiration behind the alligator po' boy? When I was talking about coming to meet you and do an interview, most of the questions I had was, wow, that alligator po' boy sounds great. What is the history of the alligator po' boy? Well, we've had the alligator uh, po' boy. We do it as a breakfast po' boy and lunch as well. Uh, the breakfast comes with uh, fried eggs, the peppers, and uh, caramelized onions. Uh, and the lunch just comes with a larger portion of the alligator sausage and the peppers, onions, on a French baguette with uh, Creole mustard. But when you kind of think of Cajun Creole alligators right up there with uh, crawfish and shocked oysters. So it was kind of a natural. It's been on our menu since day one. Actually, our menu really hasn't changed much. We've added a few things, but we have today what we opened with, you know, going on 10 years ago. So we like to say we have the who's who and what's what of Cajun Creole food uh, at Beck's. Now, I, uh, Bill has done a lot of press, and I've been watching him in the press. Uh, Mike Jarek, Fox 29, he was in an interview with him. We talked about your, your inspiration with Southern uh, Creole. How did that happen? How did you, I heard you went down there a few times, and you fell in love. Let's, let's hear the real story. Well, that is absolutely right. I've been there a number of times. Uh, I obviously haven't gotten away since I opened uh, going on 10 years ago. But as a younger man, the uh, Cajun Creole culture just fascinating, as, as does all Southern. You know, I love the Spanish moss in the trees, the flavor of crawfish, raw oysters, the music, the smell of Bourbon Street after a busy Saturday night. Just everything about it is so vibrant, eclectic, and exciting. To me, Nolens is like New York, London, or Paris. If you blindfolded somebody, took them there, took off their blindfolds, put them in the middle of the street, didn't know exactly where they were. It's an iconic city, and it's great that it's iconic in our own country. Now, uh, you're a very accomplished chef. Uh, what was your favorite thing that you created for your menu? What do you think? You know, there, there are many things. I mean, the alligator sausage is unique. The train wreck, not necessarily chefly, but really unique, and it has mass appeals. Our bread pudding is phenomenal. Um, our Bourbon Street breakfast is really cool. It is red beans and rice. The uh, beans have uh, ham hocks and uh, andouille sausage. Comes over uh, rice, white rice. It has a fried egg, cheese, scallion, and grilled cornbread. It's not terribly gourmet, but damn, is it good. So, um, yeah, 
th those are some of the things that I'm most proud of. Very simple, but direct and real bullseye with the uh, customers. And your most famous item, obviously, is the train wreck. Uh, I was just curious, what inspired you to do that? Well, a couple of things. One, we're in Reading Terminal Market. It's the old uh, location that all the trains would come in above. When I was younger and I'd come in here, you heard the trains rattling above and you're always in fear of one falling down just about. So uh, the word train wreck, you know, played into it. And then I think we started figuring, well, what are we going to put in it? And it was kind of natural. Well, had to have andouille sausage. This is Philadelphia. Why don't we have a po' boy meets a uh, cheesesteak? And then what other meats do we have that we can put in it that are already on our menu? How, we can, how can we cross-utilize some really great products we have and make something unique? So we just went right down the list, and ultimately we hit on it, did a few tests, did a few more, and then we put the uh, caramelized onions, the salami, cheesesteak meat, andouille on a French baguette with the Creole mayo, and boom, history was made. The train wreck was born. Okay. Now, there's some controversy over whether it is considered a cheesesteak. I think it is. I said it is. Do you consider it a cheesesteak or a specialty sandwich? I consider it more a specialty sandwich. Uh, in the media and the mainstream, pretty much everybody looks at it as a um, cheesesteak reinvented. Um, that's what Philly Mag calls it. And I'm fine with that. Call it whatever you want. Just come in for lots. They're really good. It's kind of like, you know, uh, don't call me late for dinner. Just just call me. Okay, Chef Bill Beck is with us. We're at the Reading Terminal Market live at Beck's Cajun Cafe on location because that's what we like to do. Special thanks to Indy Philly, uh, IndyPhilly.com, our syndication station, for helping us with this interview. Uh, my next question is, Bill, what is your culinary background? Are you, uh, where did you start? I know you had a catering company, or you still do. Let's talk about that. Well, I'm a veteran of the uh, restaurant industry or food service industry at this point. I've been in almost 35 years. Um, chefing is the only thing I've ever done. I'm self-taught, and I started it young and early enough in the evolution of the industry where you could do a series of uh, apprentices and work around and really cut your teeth and uh, learn what to do. I worked for Stephen Posey's. Uh, my first chef job as executive chef was 22 in Maniunk at a place that's been long gone but was really great. Uh, Jake's would uh, remember it. It was called Jamie's in, uh, on Main Street in uh, Maniunk. But uh, I think you had asked a question earlier that I wanted to circle back to. You know, how did I get into Cajun Creole? Well, at the time in the uh, early mid-80s, all the rage was Paul Perdone, Justin Wilson, uh, and at the time, you know, I'm learning classic French uh, cuisine at Frog Commissary or Frog Restaurant and Commissary Catering. And, um, you know, it was exciting, but I really loved those ethnic one-pot dishes that Cajun Creole is known for. You know, a gumbo, a jambalaya, an etouffee. Uh, so that's really what piqued my interest and my desire. So all along my culinary journey of doing Asian, Mediterranean, Italian, classic uh, cuisine, 
that came back all the time. I used to do Jambalaya Jam and River Blues. Uh, I actually had a restaurant where I did a t slight twist on uh, Cajun Creole. It was uh, Cuban food. So I, I love the ethnic foods as well. So uh, it was just a natural. So when I found Reading Terminal Market and their need for a Cajun Creole place, I was like, this is it. This is perfect. This is home. And it's been home for almost 10 years now. And we have a big plans for your 10th anniversary. Uh, Mardi Gras, you're saying that you might do something. Uh, we're also going to do a food truck. Are we allowed to talk about that? Your we can food. Tease it a little. We'll tease the food truck. Yeah, yeah we've been uh, toying with the idea of a uh, food truck. There is no uh, food truck out there doing Cajun Creole the way Bex would do Cajun Creole. Uh, we'd probably have a limited menu, do fresh beignets and chicory coffee, and feature a couple po' boys every day, a um, you know different uh, gumbo every day. And we could probably expand the menu a little. If you're doing eight things and you're out at festivals and fairs and overnight markets, there's a lot of different exciting things that we can do. And actually, looking at a food truck, we can actually do a larger kitchen there than we can in either one of our two brick-and-mortar locations. So it's exciting. And the food truck business really needs Cajun Creole. That would be great. And who else better to do it than uh, Bill Beck? Uh, the most famous chef besides you that does Nolan's cooking is probably Emeril Lagasse. <laughs> so we're live at Beck's Cajun inside the Reading Terminal. He's also located at 30th Street Station. Uh, if you guys are taking a train, uh, getting out of town for your vacation plans, please note you can go to uh, 30th Street Station also and get some great Beck's Cajun cooking. Uh, we're at the Redden Terminal, his location at the Redden Terminal, live. I just want to uh, ask Bill, you guys celebrate Mardi Gras in a special way every year? You bet we do. <laughs> uh, well, we, we've got king cakes, uh, large king cakes that serve uh, 12 to 15. It has the baby. It's got the three colors on it. It's got uh, streamers. It's got whistles. It's got all the, the hoopla, and we do a lot of catering that week is probably our busiest week uh, for catering. Uh, lots of corporate catering. Everybody wants to have a Mardi Gras celebration. So, uh, yeah, we do all sorts of specials at the store. It's just one of our busiest weeks of the year. And, you know, we hope and pray every year and we can look at it a year ahead and see when the flower show is because sometimes it hits the same week but we love it when it's you know separated by a week or at least the next week um, but it's always a big time. It's our busiest week of the year, every year since the day we opened. Okay, well, who else do you want to go to on Mardi Gras than Bex? I mean, where, who, who else is going to well, be... I can't go anywhere. <laughs> but who is more authentic to give you catering at your job with Nolan's cooking right. on Mardi Gras? Who else? There's nobody else. Exactly. I mean, you are the creme de la creme. So we have a lot of listeners that work in office buildings down in Center City. I get a lot of emails from workers. You guys are catering your office for a Mardi Gras party. Bill Beck will do it for you. Redden Terminal Market, 30th Street Station. Uh, they got authentic Nolan's cooking. And I, I, I purposely say Nolan's. You say Nolan's. All right, tell the folks about that. Well, you got to put a little uh, spin on it. It's Nolan's, not New Orleans. Nolan's. 
You know, it's got to run together there. It gives that that uh, authenticity. Okay, we're here with Beck, uh, Bill Beck, uh, proprietor of Beck's Cajun Cafe at the Redden Terminal Market and 30th Street Station. Uh, we're talking about his great catering service. Uh, Bill, uh, they cater weddings. They cater any event you can think of, but especially Mardi Gras. You cater a lot of good Mardi Gras. Who better than uh, Bill Beck to cater your Mardi Gras party at work? Uh, Bill, what number can they call uh, if they want catering? Well, the best number to call uh, and the person to ask for is Lisa, and she's at uh, 267-399-6100. And, you know, we do weddings, graduations, a lot of uh, Tulane alumni sort of uh, events in the Delaware Valley for the uh, Delaware Valley chapter, and kids that are, uh, you know, going to a, a southern school. Everybody wants, oh, let's do an oyster bar. Or, uh, you know, let's do a crawfish boil. Or let's do some beignets and a chicory coffee for dessert. So we do the whole uh, whole gamut. And, uh, you know, we're getting into uh, doing some specialty fried chicken things, uh, especially for catering, grits with barbecue shrimp. So there's a lot of things that we do for catering that aren't necessarily in the store. So we really open up a whole plethora of uh, items. Great. And we're talking any event, weddings, uh, graduations are coming up. Uh, you want to cater uh, your graduation party, uh, call uh, Lisa mm-hmm. at that number Bill just gave. Uh, they'll be more than happy to cater weddings, graduations, Mardi Gras events, anything you can think of. Uh, you can just call Lisa, 267-399-6100. Once again, we're at the Reading Terminal Market. With Bill Beck, the proprietor of Beck's Cajun Cafe, located at the Reading Terminal Market and at 30th Street Station. So if you're taking uh, the train anywhere in Philly, you can just cross the street. But if you're taking the train to Washington, a lot of people work in Washington, New York, or wherever, he's up at 30th Street Station. So make sure you see him. Get the uh, famous train wreck and the alligator po' boy, uh, which are so delicious. Uh, we talked about the train wreck, uh, wildfireradio.com. Uh, look for Dining on a Dime. We named the train wreck as one of our favorite cheesesteaks in episode eight. So uh, make sure you do that. Uh, Bill, one more question for you. Mm-hmm. What is your personal Bill Beck creation that you love the most on the Beck's menu? You know, that that's a good question. It changes day to day. What I had this morning... Uh, for breakfast was the Bourbon Street breakfast uh, here. I got here, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning, started cooking, took a little break, had that. Then I went over to the 30th Street location. I had some uh, fried chicken. Then I came back here, and I had uh, alligator on a stick, the alligator sausage with homemade Creole mustard. So I'm not going to say unfortunately, but... I probably have three meals a day here, and it varies every day. Sometimes I'm in the mood for a train wreck. Sometimes it's gumbo. Sometimes it's jambalaya. Sometimes I'll just take uh, the fried oysters, dip them in our homemade Creole mayo, and have a snack of that. So needless to say, I eat well, and I eat well seven days a week. That's great. That is great. Not only can you guys, he just, uh, he just uh, said something interesting. Not only can you guys get the alligator on a po' boy, but they can get alligator on a stick. Yeah, as a side dish. That's fantastic, as a side dish. Because uh, that's the most questions I had on social media was, mm-hmm. 
Where did the alligator come? You know, because well, a lot of people. Let me tell you the story. Oh, there we go. Where the alligator came from is a story in itself. <laughs> um, it's, we have it shipped up from uh, Crescent City Meats out of Metairie, Louisiana. Uh, we buy it uh, in large quantity um, every week. And uh, I found this company. I, uh, 10, 11 years ago, I was doing a large volume uh, vending. And there was, I went to this uh, Cajun Creole Festival up in North Jersey, above uh, Delaware Water Gap. And there was this, uh, they seemed to be a little company, but they had a big tent. And they had lots of big pots. And they had crawfish in them. And uh, it was Crescent City Meats. They had uh, taken their act on the road, so to speak. Uh, and I got their card because I was just so fascinated with what they were doing. And when I called them, it's like, oh, yeah, well, we're actually a manufacturer of uh, boudin, uh, alligator sausage, andouille, crawfish pies, all sorts of things. I said, you must be kidding. Really? I went to North Jersey to find you out of Metairie, Louisiana. And... Uh, I've been buying from them uh, ever since. They've got a great product. They're always expanding their product line. Uh, they're wonderful people. Uh, when I call up to order it, I speak to the owner, and he goes out there and uh, you know starts doing the order, and it's just fabulous. That is pretty interesting. It is. Now, when you go to New Orleans, where do you go? Well, ideally, I like to go all over because if you're there for a week, you can have 10 meals a day. It may seem like a lot, but it can be done. I've done it. Uh, you go to the Garden District. You go to the French Quarter. You go to Treme. You go to a Gentleman's Quarter. You go all over the place. You, wherever you hear there's a great little hidden gem, hole-in-the-wall sort of place. And usually those places, I mean, I've been to Commanders. I've been to Two Jacks, Antoine's, you know, all the high-end touristy restaurants. Um, they're always great meals, but the ones you feel the best about are those little holes in the wall where you get the best fried chicken or the best etouffee or the best hush puppies. So that's what I like to do. I like to go cruise around and find those hidden gems. I'd love to have a talk show where that's all I did. It sounds like it's already been done, though. But but if, I, if it hadn't, that's what I would do. Oh, wow. That is fantastic. I would love that talk. I would watch. I would watch every day. Let's do it. Yeah, I would love to do it. Uh, so where John Cole? Yeah, where is John Cole? All right. Well, we we're here with Bill Beck uh, live at the Redden Terminal Market, Beck's Cajun Cafe. Uh, Bill has already talked about the alligator, po' boy, the alligator on a stick. We've talked about the train wreck. Uh, we've pretty much covered a lot of uh, areas. Commanders isn't Commanders Emerald Lagasse? Okay, so Commanders he had talked about. Is what made Master Chef Emeril Lagasse the famous chef he is today. Mm -hmm. So that's the restaurant Bill was at. Uh, I don't want to go off topic, but how did you like it? Oh, I loved it. I mean, the atmosphere is uh, five star. The service is great. The food is great too. I mean, there's, I've never had a bad meal anywhere in New Orleans. You know, hole in the wall or five star, you know, tourist restaurant. There is no such thing as a bad meal in that food town or a bad drink for that matter. <laughs> now we're here. Uh, if you guys want some catering for your high school graduation party, high school graduation is coming up. Uh, weddings, anything you can think of, Mardi Gras especially. Uh, authentic, Nolens cuisine can be found at Beck's Catering. Uh, we've already given you the catering number. Uh, we're very happy to have Bill on our show. Let's talk about what's coming up in the next couple months at Beck's. Are you doing? Do you have any celebrations coming up? 
Every day is a celebration. Every day, but you have your not, not, you have your tenth uh, anniversary. Yeah, it's not until October. Okay, and you have a they have big plans in October for their anniversary. We'll have to come by. Yeah, we will, yeah. and we should do something live from it. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, so we're here with Bill Beck. Hey, Bill, let's talk about the charities that you are so gracious in helping. Uh, if you guys go to beckscajuncafe.com, there's a section called Beck's Gives that has a list of the great uh, people that they help. Uh, let's talk about the charities. Sure, this is something we started about uh, three years ago, and as I said, we're uh, in partnership with the Pennsylvania SPCA. We do uh, Woof Woof Wednesdays, uh, Po' Boy for Pups, a portion of uh, Po' Boy sales go to the uh, Pennsylvania SPCA. But in addition, um, I've always thought, you know, we can't change the world or anything like that. It's silly for us to think that, but maybe we can raise awareness uh, about some great causes. So we support the Pennsylvania SPCA, also Women in Transition, uh, the Bethesda Project, uh, as well as something very local being the uh, Strawberry Mansion Group, which is a kids' organization not far from here. Um, so, uh, like I said, we just want to do what we can as a small business to you know, give money, give support, give awareness, and um, help them raise their awareness out in the uh, public uh, domain. It's so nice to see a successful small business giving back to the community. So I want everyone to go to beckscajuncafe.com. Look for Beck's Gives. And I want you to help him support those charitable causes. Uh, we're here at the Reading Terminal with Bill Beck, uh, the proprietor of Beck's Cajun Cafe, located at the Reading Terminal, the world-famous Reading Terminal Market, and also 30th Street Station, uh, for all your catering needs, you can uh, contact Bex. Uh, just call Lisa at 267-399-6100. They'll be more than happy. If you want a little taste of Nolens for your next event, uh, contact uh, Bill Beck. Bill, we're so thankful that you were able to join us today. Uh, it's been an honor to, uh, to uh, interview you. And now we're going to go back to the studio. Okay, guys, we have one minute left. I want to thank Bill Beck. Just so everyone knows, all those questions were spontaneous. None were pre-written. None were planned. Uh, Bill Beck does an incredible job on that interview. Special thanks to Pete Genovese, nj.com forward slash Genovese. Thank you, Pete. Thanks for joining us, Pete. Thanks for having me. Okay, we're looking forward to your return. And, Bill, I'll be in soon, I promise. I'm sorry I wasn't there on interview day. Okay, have a great week. Thanks, everybody. Stay hungry. You can find Table for One, written by Dining on the Dime's own Kevin Wilson at Barnes and & Noble and Amazon.com. Be sure to download John Cole's other two podcasts, The Food Truck Authority and Foodin' Around with Tony Luke at WildfireRadio.com.